The Portobello Sailing and Kayaking Club has three parts. There's also rowing through Roporti. Based in the boatyard beside the Beach House Cafe, it's been running for over 10 years and has quite a substantial membership. But over the past year, the rowers and sailors in particular have hardly been able to get out on the water. By contrast, as you may probably have seen, people have been out using kayaks, canoes and paddleboards, joining the open water swimmers the length of Portobello and Joppa Bay. They don't have to worry about social distancing, for example. But the club has been looking to the future, and in particular providing better facilities for members, which is why they applied for help from Sports Scotland. The club's chair, David Crawley, told me about the frustrations members have felt with the limitations of the boatyard. It has a garage on there which was bought through a Tesco voucher scheme a few years ago to provide storage for equipment for the safety rib and for the tractor. And we have a small amount of space on which we, we store the equipment for the members. We also have a number of what we call club boats on there, club kayaks, club um, sailing boats, which are available for, for members to use who don't have their own particular, say, kayak or, or sailing equipment. But you have ambitions. We do have ambitions, ambitions that have been developed over the last few years through the members and through some amazing work by trustees who, again, I reiterate, do it all voluntarily. And they had a vision to develop the yard to create uh, more access for, for more of the community to come and try sailing, to become members, to become involved on the water. Part of that vision is to create a, a new centre on the land, so a new clubhouse, which we've called the Water Sports Hub. And as part of that thinking is we'll create a, a place where we have safe storage, we have bathroom facilities, we have teaching facilities. We will also uh, endeavour to become the RYA accredited training centre as well as part of that vision. A lot of publicity has been given recently to the fact that you've won an award of £75,000, but there are strings attached. Yes, indeed, David. It, it, it is, it is a, it's got a culmination of a lot of hard work this year. Um, and we have applied to Sports Scotland for funding to help deliver and build the new uh, water sports hub. I think it's just important to, to say at this stage that the award that we received, which is absolutely fantastic, is dependent on ourselves effectively matching that, that award prior to those monies being released. So we're now facing a period of time where we have to be very active in our fundraising to be able to effectively release those funds from Sports Scotland. Club members are enthusiastic and passionate about their sports. They've accepted the challenge of raising that very considerable sum with relish. As long-standing member Catherine Scott explains, they all feel the need to give back for all the enjoyment they've had through the years. The club has given me so much. I've had the most amazing experiences rowing and kayaking and sailing with the club, things that I had never done before. The club is a, has a great sense of community. We do things together. There's great people. We learn. We learn about going out to sea. It's been brilliant. For, I mean, it's kept me sane at times. You know, it's, it's fantastic for your mental and your physical health. We've not been able to go out rowing during lockdown because it's five people in a small boat. It's, it's treated as a, a contact sport. But here we are, we're on the cusp of going back after lockdown and we've got this exciting new development of our first ever clubhouse. At the moment we, we've got a yard there with some boats in it and a couple of sheds, but we don't have any proper facilities. 
and this building you know will allow us to have a space to change in to have training in to store boats and other things in and most exciting of all a toilet you know the basic necessity of life and that you know that small multi-purpose building will enable the club then to do so much more to reach more people and to give them the kind of same joy and the same benefits that I and I know other club members have been able to enjoy. But you've got to raise quite a lot of money and this is something that the club has not done before. It's a big challenge isn't it? Well, you know, there's been fundraising before, but not on this scale. I mean, this is a, a quite a big project and, you know, we need to raise a lot of money. It's, it's over £100,000 in total. And there's a real buzz now around the fundraising. There's people coming together from across the club, all parts of the club, the rowers, the kayakers, the sailors. We're doing these kilt walk challenges. We're all setting our own challenge because the kilt walk has to be a virtual kilt walk this year. There's a whole bunch of people doing a 26 mile cycle on Sunday. And some of us are doing other sort of mixed challenges. What I've chosen to do is a 260 meter swim in the sea on the Friday a walk in the Pentlands on the Saturday and then joining everyone for the 26 mile cycle. You're fit. <laughs> I'm not that fit actually. You know, I'll probably be amongst the slowest of the cyclists. I do swim already in the sea so I'm kind of used to that but it'll be longer than I have been swimming so it'll be a challenge. To do it all, you know, three days in a row, yeah, that's the challenge. But I'll be doing it with other people and I'll be connecting again, reconnecting with the club, you know, that we've not been able to be together in the same way during lockdown. But the key thing is, although you're saying you're doing, you're doing it with other people, you're not doing it with many other people because you can't be that close because of the current circumstances. That's right. So the cyclists, we all have to split into smaller groups so that we can, you know, cycle in proper sized batches. And the swim, there'll be six of us doing the swim together. And the walk might be just a handful of people, actually. I haven't got that quite worked out yet. It might just be two of us, in fact. But yes, we'll be doing it all very COVID-aware, just as we will, you know, when we go back to rowing, when we can. We have to have all the measures in place. Club members have had to become inventive in their fundraising ideas because, as Dave Crawley acknowledges, the usual methods just aren't available at the moment. If you think about how normal fundraising, I say normal, the options you have for fundraising, you, know, you have quizzes, you can have horse race nights, you can have Kayleys, you can have you know various things. We're very restricted in that because of the rules and the regulation at the moment. We have now a, an amazing group of volunteers within the club. We've been brought together under a subcommittee that we've called our fundraising team. And they, they have uh, identified a number of events that we can get involved in, And the Kill Cycle is one of them. One of the first volunteer club member-led engagements that we have to start to raise this, this considerable amount of money that we need to match the funding from Sports Scotland. How much time do you have? There is surely a time limit that Sports Scotland have imposed for you to actually raise this money. We are in the process of signing that paperwork, David. There are some stipulations in terms of timing for commencement of work and for the finishing of the work. But again, after consultation, there is a degree of latitude in that and a degree of flexibility as they recognise. And I have come back to code again, which we seem to be focused on, of course, at the moment. There is challenges with getting available contractors. There are challenges in looking at costs. 
that's as a result of um, you know the change in Brexit, etc. So um, whilst we do have some timelines stipulated in the award offer, there there is a degree of flexibility being built into that. So what kind of building will this actually be? The plans show a single storey building which has storage for equipment. It has two changing rooms that can be incorporated into one to provide secure and uh, weatherproof teaching area, which I think is really, really important at the moment. As the community of Portobello knows, you walk past the yard, there is no shelter. And when the wind blows and and, uh, the rain falls, it's a pretty exposed area. So that's a really important part of the clubhouse design. We'll also have bathroom facilities within there. It will be fully powered and full water within there, so we can we can store electrical equipment like our safety radios. We're also talking to the beach wheelchair charity about it becoming a possible uh, centre for for the beach wheelchair to go there as well. But the great thing is, once you've got that, it's a wonderful focal point to attract potential new members and to bring people down and to talk to them about the delights of sailing, of kayaking, and of rowing. I couldn't agree more, David, and that's very much part of our vision, very much part of our submission when we're looking for funding. COVID, again, has has demonstrated that the water has attracted lots of new people to enjoy the water through swimming or paddle boarding or just general enjoyment of the water. And what the new hub will do will provide a destination where people can come and try and receive qualified instruction on the various activities that will be running down there. And almost try before they buy. We also think it's really important that the hub becomes a place where we can attract members of the community who normally wouldn't consider or think about the sort of sailing or kayaking or rowing and, and would like to come and try it. So it's very, it's very really important to us as we, as we develop the club going forward. The funds are rolling in already. Um, we've got these Just Giving pages set up. We've got a team page with all the different club members are under that team page and you can click through to the separate pages and you can give to different individuals and we're doing great it just keeps going up and up i'm overwhelmed actually people are so generous my guess is that the enthusiasm that you're showing is actually spilling over and the people that you work with the people that you know who are not part of the club are actually recognizing it and dipping into their pockets I think that's absolutely right. I've had so many lovely comments and messages of support from colleagues who you know, maybe are learning about this club for the first time and recognising what good work it's doing here and that it's, it's such a good cause and they're very happy to give. And, you know, there's the small donations that just add up and up and up. And then there's, you know, I'm getting some really quite large donations, some of them anonymous, which are just astonishing me. You know, it leaves me sort of dumbstruck. So thank you. You know, if anyone's listening who has donated, thank you. And both I and and the club, we, we really appreciate it. And if you want to find out more about the Portobello Sailing and Kayaking Club and Roporty, and if you would like to help by supporting members of the club in their fundraising activities, and follow the links in the written introduction to this episode.